continues. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. U.S. stock index futures are lower this morning. Let's go to the first word breaking news desk for today's morning call. And here's Bill Maloney. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Karen. That's right. U.S. futures remain under pressure today. Dow futures currently lower by 71 points. S&P's dropped 10. And Nasdaq futures lower by 13. The U.S. 10 yield at 1.93%. And European markets are also lower, led by greater than 1% declines in Spain and Italy. On the U.S. economic front at 8.30, retail sales, PPI and Empire Manufacturing. And at 10 o'clock, housing market index and business inventories. Regarding earnings this morning, HD supply beat. And Valiant lowered 2016 forecast. Shares are down 16% pre-market. In other news, Morgan Stanley says Apple March quarter iPhone demand tracking well. And Mead Johnson rises 6% pre-market amid report companies said to be working with Lazard. Finally, some of your early Wall Street upgrades and downgrades. Tiffany cut to neutral over at Citigroup. At Goldman Sachs, Hibbert Sports and Sanderson Farms both cut to sell. At J.P. Morgan, 3D Systems cut to underweight. And Whirlpool raised to overweight. Also, Red to Center raised to strong buy over at Raymond James. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Karen. All right, thanks, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, go in your terminal. That's SQUA. That's S-Q-U-A-W-K, go. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen, uh, thanks so much. In the middle of three days of central bank meetings, Bloomberg Surveillance brought to you by Invesco, looking for investment views, experienced experts. I just click away, go to Invesco.com slash US to subscribe to the Invesco blog and follow at Invesco US on Twitter. Thank you, Invesco, for your support uh, this morning. Mike, it's just, does this ever happen before? Back to back to back central bank means it's enough to make Alan Ruskin sit up straight and smile. Well, it's not just the, the big three, you know, the minutes of the, uh... Royal Bank of Australia meeting just out. Uh, the, um, the, the, the Norwegian Central Bank is meeting this week. The South African Central Bank. Awful lot going on. And uh, for the most part, central banks continuing with stimulus. One of the questions that comes up, though, Alan, is uh, what effect it has. Uh, Bank of Japan went to negative interest rates and saw the yen strengthen instead of weaken. We note uh, the story on the Bloomberg this morning that bank lending has uh, gained less than bank deposits in Japan, completely the opposite of what the bank uh, is uh, uh, trying for. Uh, does it work anymore? Will the the bank lending program that uh, that uh, uh, Senor Draghi introduced um, actually work in Europe? Well, I think, you know, there are lots of different elements in, uh, that the ECB is trying in terms of this large reserve additions to the, through the LTROs and the corporate bond purchases. Um, look, at, at the end of the day, I mean, you, you asked me earlier about what would drive the euro and what would drive euro dollar down. And I think what the central banks are facing is that they don't want to admit it, but the exchange rate channel is a powerful channel and they need it. Um, and um, it's, 
harder and harder to manipulate exchange rates lower, in part because, you know, some of the adjustment has already occurred. So, for example, in terms of negative rates in Europe, um, moving to more negative rates doesn't have quite the same exchange rate effect because, um, you know, a lot of the accounts that would have already sold euros on the back of negative rates would have done so a year or so ago. So, um, you know, what you're seeing the world over, I think, is unorthodox policies can be used. Now, QE1 works uh, more than QE2, which works more than QE3. There's definitely diminishing returns to unorthodox policies. Well, what's your bet with the ECB and the bank lending program? Well, I think we will get some adjustments. Uh, you know, the, um, the, the the benchmarks in terms of the amount of lending that's uh, needed to uh, trigger um, very low or negative uh, borrowing from banks is, is is not you know that 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 benchmark is not very high really. So there's plenty of incentive to uh, go borrow at negative rates. And uh, you know I think from a funding standpoint, uh, from a point of view of supporting the banking system, the actions are uh, you know considerable. Whether the credit channel itself is particularly powerful is another exactly. question altogether. Yeah, that's right where I wanted to go. Is this you know, the word I'm hearing now, Alan, is transmission or diffusement, which I used to hear a lot from Mr. Trichet. The idea that you can diffuse well-intentioned economic theory through a system is really open to question, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I think, you know, particularly in terms of the credit channel, you've got obviously got a demand side and you've got a supply side. So you're facilitating supply. Um, you know, are you necessarily, you know, driving demand? You know, traditionally, supply does not create its own demand, really. So, you know, that's one of the problems I think you face, you know, or one faces with the credit channel. Uh, as, as I mentioned earlier, Tom, I think the, the channel we know uh, tends to work is the exchange rate channel. But, of course, that uh, tends to get into beggar thy neighbor type policy and everyone can't follow the same policy, which is part of the problem. And I think one of the problems we face from the global economy standpoint is the Fed has been the only guys on the other side willing to tolerate a stronger currency, but the stronger dollar has become disruptive as well, uh, you know, through weakening the equity markets, uh, weakening commodity prices. So, uh, you know, there's, there's no uh, simple uh, gain here from a global uh, macro standpoint. Alan Ruskin, thank you so much. Just really, really interesting conversation, folks, given the swirl we're in. Mike, to me, it goes back to Orphanides and the toolbox. We're using things in the toolbox. They, they, we didn't know they were there. They were like down below, you know, where you have the, the hacksaw you used for one project eight years ago. Well, they're rooting around. Uh, they're getting, getting close to the, the end of what they have as tools, but the question is, do the tools that even we're getting to now work? Uh, yeah. And uh, as I said, interesting story on the Bloomberg today about how bank lending, which is what the Bank of Japan wants to stimulate, it's up a little bit, but bank deposits, the banks there are paying one thousandth of one percent. They're paying less, they're paying a tenth of a basis point, and people are rushing to put money into bank accounts. Uh, and the banks can't lend it out fast enough. And it is uh, completely working the opposite of what the Bank of Japan Exactly. Wanted. And and with great respect for the theory out there, none of this is in the textbooks. Well, that's why it is theory, and it hasn't been tried. It's, you know, we, um, we will know a lot more. <laughs> I think somehow to keep us employed through 2016, that's a good thing. Futures, negative 11, Dow futures, negative 76. Important economic data, the pulse of the American consumer. We will do that next. 
This is Bloomberg Surveillance. Coming up, though, with all due respect, highlight brought to you by Land Rover. If it's in your nature to cast off the everyday and seek adventure, the Discovery Sport was built to help your search. Visit LandRoverTriState.com for special offers during the only adventure sales event, Land Rover Above and Beyond. <laughs> 